Coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, you'll meet the co-authors of this new book. It's called Prepare for Impact. It's all about sales and leadership. Their journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, COVID did a number on the country and it certainly did a number on company culture. It changed the way leadership uh, is run in company. It's changed the way people sell. To talk about that today, uh, Chad and Ryan Estes, they are brothers and they are co-authors of this amazing book called Prepare for Impact. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us, Jeff. Awesome. All right, let's start with you, uh, Ryan. Uh, what, what's the origin of the book? Has it been on your heart for a while? It's been in my heart my whole professional life, and it's an interesting origin story. Um, I'm a couple of years older than Chad. You, you wouldn't know that from looking at us, but, it, but, I, but I am. And, uh, and when I graduated from college, I got into a career in sales, and, and I struggled mightily my first year, but I caught a break and figured some things out, and we sort of unpacked that in the book. But I started to have some success early in my career. And when Chad graduated from college, he ran into the same struggles. Bottom line is our parents were school teachers. We were naive and very unprepared to enter the corporate world and the world of professional sales. And so he called me up and he, and he asked me for some advice. He said, you seem to have figured this out. I'm really struggling. And, and so I said, yeah, man, I, I can help you. And so I actually sat down and I wrote him a long letter with a bunch of tips and steps and tactics. And that letter, um, actually helped him and then formed sort of a methodology or a thesis that we both used throughout our careers to succeed first in sales, then in leadership. And that's sort of the origin story of the book. So the, this idea had been in my head and heart, and I think something that we'd shared for a long time. And, and as, uh, as, it, as it were, we decided to finally tell the story. And Chad, you're high up in the Cowboys organization. I know you're proud of that. Um, you've learned countless lessons in your career. Uh, what are some lessons that you want to impart in the book? Well, I, you know, first of all, I just have to follow up on Ryan's answer because part of the reason we wrote the book is because he was procrastinating uh, to write one on his own. So <laughs> I had to join him, and then we finally got things over the goal line, and, and here we are. Um, so, I, you know, first of all, Ryan has been uh, a mentor to me. And, you know, when he sent that letter, which back then came in the mail, um, you know, it really had an impact on me. And then, of course, I used that same information as I got into leadership. And uh, so a lot of the theme of those early years were, you know, people that were helpful, uh, mentors, and Ryan being one for me, plus other people, and giving back to others and helping them with really something that becomes really important to people is their career. And, uh, you know, I found out early in leadership, if I could play a role in helping career-driven people um, with with their career in a lot of different ways, that became very rewarding um, to me. And so, you know, part of the reason to put it in a book is to try and give back to people, give them something that they can 
um, read and look at and hopefully have the same impact some of those things had for me. Um, and then certainly culture and leadership and, and as Ryan and I described as people-centered, um, you know, the idea that you can go to work and impact other people's lives in a good way by creating a great place for people to show up every day uh, is something that motivates me greatly. And uh, so he and I have collaborated on, you know, those things on our own for so many years and um, and decided, you know, the 30 steps was, which maybe a little bit more about sales. It actually applied to a lot of things in life, not just sales. And then the leadership um, components that, that can create culture is something he and I have just been very passionate about. So uh, to put, put those thoughts in a book and hopefully share with others is uh, was, was a lot of fun for us. We're going to put the book cover on the screen so people can see it. It's a beautiful cover and uh, it formally announced uh, uh, releases in January. Is that right? January 16th, officially. Can, can people pre-order? Pre-order now on Amazon and where books are sold. Yeah. Outstanding. Okay. What was it like working together on a book? I know you've, uh, you told me before the show that you've been close for many, many years, uh, but writing a book, there can be creative differences. What was it like? We had a rule, one rule at the onset of the book. We talk about it in the book. Um, this has to be fun. It's got to be a fun journey. We're both committed to that. And uh, for me, it was. It, it was a great process. You know, our, our careers have had these parallel tracks. He's hired me to work for the teams that he's led a few times. And, you know, we've debated these philosophies and ideas for a long time. And so I, I really enjoyed it. I think it was an opportunity for us to come together and pour our hearts into something that uh, I'm actually really proud of. So for me, it was a lot of fun. Outstanding. I want to uh, talk a little bit about your, your speaking career, Ryan, because you give speeches all over the globe. Uh, we're going to pull up the website so people can can see uh, how many speaking opportunities do you get a year? These 70, days? I'll do about 75 a year. That's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. And uh, the topics are typically sales and leadership? Yeah, it's sales and leadership. I mean, the, the second half of the book unpacks these nine principles to human-centered leadership. So the talks are about human-centered growth, selling, and human-centered leadership. Okay, give us a sales tip. <laughs> uh, invest in you. Um, best salespeople I've ever met, they're constantly improving. They're learning, they're growing, they're expanding. And um, and I guess this is a byproduct of that, but put the customer at the center of everything you do. Customer success is your success. So don't make it about you, make it about helping somebody else get what they want. Sure. We're going to uh, pull up uh, your speaker sizzle reel from a few years ago. And as we do that, I want to stay with you for a second, Ryan. Um, I know that when I wrote my book some 20 years ago, I was smart when I wrote it, but I got smarter when I started speaking about it because of the questions from the audience. So what, what are some, some common questions you get when you're out on the road speaking? Yeah, I think a lot of the questions today are oriented around how to navigate change. I mean, I think we're in an interesting time in the world in an economic cycle. There's sort of this idea that, you know, what, what's required to grow a business today and, and is bumping up against sort of the needs and expectations of this post-COVID workforce, you know. So we're living through a pretty dynamic and interesting time. And I think sellers and leaders, they're confronted with significant change and disruption. Um, from competition to technology to changing expectations of customers. So I think change and transformation is pretty much on everybody's mind. And th those are a lot of the questions. Absolutely. And uh, Chad, you do quite a bit of speaking yourself. We saw some video of you on YouTube. We're going to pull that up. And and just uh, I, I think you're working for a marketing genius. I mean, uh, Jerry Jones is absolutely a genius when it comes to marketing. What are some lessons that you've learned working in the Cowboys organization? And, and what is your leadership style? Sure. So, so um, you know, working for the Cowboys, obviously the brand is, you know, just a super powerful brand. Um, the Jones family has been just incredible to work for and with. And, 
You know, I think one of the things when you're working with Jerry that you realize is um, he thinks really, really big. And uh, I would say that's one of the first things I think about is he thinks bigger than anybody I've ever been around. Uh, and then he carries an incredible amount of optimism uh, to execute on whatever those big thoughts are. And, and those are two really good things to one, be around and lessons to learn, particularly the optimism part. Um, you know, he just uh, believes in anything we're trying to do, we'll find a way, we'll find a way to get it done. And um, so I, I've just enjoyed it. I'm working, you know, a, around a legend and I know it, and uh, it, there's great moments with that, that I thoroughly enjoy. Um, so from a leadership style, uh, you know, we mentioned kind of people centered. I think, you know, one of the things we talk about in the book is like Ryan and I were both in sales, then we found ourselves in leadership. And, and you know, that happens to people often. If you're typically really good at sales, at some point, someone's going to offer you an opportunity to lead it. Um, and the way you think in those two roles are completely different. I, I like to say self, sales is a selfish thing. You're, you're evaluated by your numbers and your, your personal performance. And you show up every day and think, okay, how am I going to close something or how am I going to create some leads? Uh, then all of a sudden you're the leader and you've got people now that you're responsible for and you have to make a shift and you have to show up every day on behalf of them to get the best result in my opinion you're you're now thinking about how do i make this a great environment for them how do i help them achieve their goals and what they're trying to do every day so it's that shift um that needs to be made that's uh, such a difference and uh, ryan why don't we stay with that theme because so many gen z's now are leading teams and their their employees are younger than they are so there are a lot of challenges to, to a Gen Z leader. Uh, what can a Gen Z leader learn from your book? I think one of the big things is you have to invest in people. You know, Chad touched on it a little bit. It's this idea that leadership isn't a job, it's a responsibility. And it's not about you. It's about helping other people get what they want. And we talk a lot about this in the book. I mean, you think you talk about Gen Z or the next generation workforce. They, they want to work for somebody that's invested in them. So investing in somebody's career and their development, building a relationship, um, it, it's such an important part of helping people feel connected to something and to know that they're being supported not only for what they're producing for you, but they'll have an advocate for the duration of their career. I think that's a big component of, of leadership. It seems like every time we turn on the news, we're hearing about quiet quitting or rage applying. It seems like the whole workforce is somehow unsettled. Uh, so I think the timing of the book is perfect. I have, I have a sort of a thesis around that too. And we have heard about these things, the great resignation and quiet quitting. And I just read an article about loud quitting. And, and for, for me, a lot of this is about a crisis in leadership. Um, you know, we're looking at the employees and we're analyzing the generations, but I think people are starving for more support, mentorship, and guidance. And I, and I hope, you know, the, the book really, particularly the second half of the book, is an attempt to solve for that. You know, in the midst of sort of this chaos where our relationship to work has changed, what do leaders and managers need to be doing and doing differently to create impact and build high-performing teams and great organizations to his point where people look forward to coming every day so you know uh, there is a lot written about sort of the changing nature of the workplace and our relationship to work and i think not enough has talked about how leaders need to change um, in order to adapt with it so chad I'm, i know this book is really for all ages and you you could be an employee you could be an employer everybody can grab different things from the books from um, an employee standpoint if they're working inside an organization can an employee help change the organization 
Oh, 100%. I, you know, so certainly if you're in a leadership role, you can have great impact. But but I also, it's not just that. Um, I think, uh, you know, we talk a lot about how, do you, how can you be a leader when you're not anointed in a leadership role. And uh, one of the ways to do that is be a great teammate. And, um, you know, being a great teammate defined to me is having, you know, genuine care about the people around you and uh, doing that um, with high self-esteem and low ego. And, um, you know, those are the people that I'm watching to see how, you know, if you want to say who's the next leader, it's the person that is first a great teammate and, uh, and is doing those things genuinely and often when nobody's watching. And uh, so, uh, you know, I think on any team, take a sales team or take a marketing team or take an accounting team, and uh, there's going to be people that others are going to gravitate to. Um, because of those things that I'm talking about being a great teammate. And um, so I think that's how people can have a huge impact. And, you know, one of the things we talk about um, at the Cowboys is we want to have the most talented people. So, you know, having a good brand is attractive, uh, obviously, to talent. It's not the only thing. Um, but people find out what a culture of an organization is like before they make a job decision. And so, you know, you could say, well, we need really good people to have good culture, or you could create great culture to attract good people. I mean, they really go hand in hand. Um, I, I just think the best things in business happen when you have really talented people working as good teammates toward common goals, and it's real energizing. And uh, then people aren't running into the elevator at the end of the day. They're just committed, and they're in. And then you have a leader that actually cares about people personally and spends the time to get to know them. Um, and you start doing all those things and all of a sudden you achieve, you know, pretty heroic things in business yeah. and it's fun. You guys are great. We've got about two minutes left. So I'll give you both a chance to give final thoughts. You want to start? Yeah. A, a final thought. I mean, I appreciate the conversation. I love doing this project with Chad and I, I actually, to his point at the beginning, I, I hope the book is helpful to people. I hope people pick it up and they can pick up some very actionable ideas, things that they could take and immediately put into practice to help, you know, expand their career and, and ultimately have an impact on others. And I think that's what we wrote it. And to me, that's what makes work fun and really what it's all about. Chan? Yeah, and I'll just add, well, I, I, Ryan and I had a blast doing this and I, my, I did it because we got to spend some more time together, which was a lot of fun. Um, but I, I, um, I think a really interesting time in people's lives is the transition from college to first job and starting the career and kind of navigating and figuring that out. And so I think there's some really good things early in the book for people at that stage in life um, to help think about, to gain confidence and footing to start to have success and get their career going. And uh, if we can impact some folks with that, I think we've done well. Outstanding. Okay, we're going to end with two websites. We're going to end with Ryan's speaker website, which is ryanestis.com. Uh, reach out for him for all your speaking needs. And then the book website is prepareforimpactbook.com. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks. Thank you. you bet. Appreciate it. Enjoy That's it. it. Appreciate it, man. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.